Welcome back to Chapter by Chapter, a podcast where we cover a variety of games from a variety of genres over a variety of eras. I am your resident podcaster, Ethan, and we are covering Kingdom Hearts 1 right now, so I am joined by my expert for the series, Carlos. Hi, Ethan. Uh, thanks for having me back. Yep. Uh, so, last time, we covered the first world of the game, Destiny Islands, and the sort of tutorial opening segment of the game, sort of what's happening. So. Uh, Sora had just fought the dark side for a second time and was blown off the island and blown to the next world and Donald and Goofy were sent from their home world to try and find the king and they were told to go to Traverse Town to find someone called Leon. So uh, we'll pick it up with sort of what happens after Sora fought the dark side where he wakes up in an alley and a dog sort of licks him awake, like gives him a lick so he wakes him up. Uh, yeah, so in the cutscene, we actually see, uh, you know, Sora's just kind of sitting in an alley, um, you know, surrounded by junk and boxes. Um, you know, and like Ethan said, a dog wakes him up, um, you know, but what what dog does it happen to be? It's Pluto. Yeah. Uh, Obviously, Sora doesn't know who Pluto yeah. is. He just thinks it's a dog. Um, you know, so Sora wakes up. Pluto, you know, pretty much, you know, barks at Sora, says, hey, come follow me. And then Sora walks out into the main area. Um, of the new world, which we're, um, you know, get introduced to as Traverse Town um, for the first time as players. Yeah. Um, so Traverse Town uh, for Kingdom Hearts 1 and a few others, a uh, few other later selections, um, Traverse Town is your main hub world. Mm -hmm. um, you will be revisiting Traverse Town multiple times, um, you know, for story progression uh, items, accessories, anything you pretty much need to beef up yourself um, and pretty much help you along and progress through the game, you're going to find in Traverse Town. Yeah, so uh, just before Pluto wakes you up, you have a cutscene where Donald and Goofy have arrived on in Traverse Town and Goofy looks up and says, a star is going out. Uh, we briefly touched on how last... Uh, in the last episode, how in the Kingdom Hearts universe, it, every star in the night sky represents a world. So when a star goes out, that means that world has been consumed by darkness and no longer exists. And the star that Goofy remarks just went out is Sora's home world of Destiny Island. So his home world is gone. Uh, he's never going to be able to go back there. You as a player cannot go back there at all for the whole game, except in a bit in the end game, which we will obviously get to when we come across it. Uh, but then Donald like says, come on, we've got to hurry, we've got to find Leon. So as Donald and Goofy leave the sort of central square of the first district to find Leon, then Sora comes out of the alleyway and sort of starts looking around and is like, whoa, where am I? There's nothing like this in my world. What happened to my home? What happened to my island? So you're then given like the graphic that says you're in Traverse Town and then you're free to explore the area. So uh, we, so why don't we go over, so Traverse Town is divided into districts, so why don't we go over what's in the first district where Sora wakes up. So the first district that's going to have your, um, your item shop that is um, run by uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Mm -hmm. um, Donald Duck's nephews, um, mm. which for some reason there is no interaction, no 
cutscene between them. They don't acknowledge each other. They're <laughs> just like, oh, hey, you're there. Oh, yeah. hey, you're there. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, and then right next to the item shop, you have the um, accessory shop, which uh, is run by Sid from the Final Fantasy series. Mm -hmm. um, I, you can't pin him to a specific game, although the graphic uh, and the character model they use um, is from, I think it's Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah, I don't really play Final Fantasy, so I wouldn't know, but, like, I know that Sid is sort of, like, a recurring character in the franchise, so Sid is sort of, like, the... Sid's, like, the accessories shop owner, and he does play a larger role, sort of, in the mid-game, uh, start of the late game, but we'll obviously get to that as we come to it. Uh, as you go around Traverse Town, there's NPCs there who explain, like, their worlds have been swallowed as well, so Traverse Town is, like, a refuge for anyone who survives the swallowing of a world so like anyone who survives that is sent out into the world and sort of like ends up in Traverse Town it's sort of like how it's sort of like Traverse Town is like the gravitational pull that sort of pulls in any wayward people so you go so you like explore around the first district there isn't like really a lot to do there right now because it is sort of like they're still sort of setting up and stuff like that so you leave the first district at the north and you go into the second district where you find a man running away from a creature which is another heartless. Yeah, so as uh, soon as you walk into the second district, Sora sees this, you know, poor man uh, NPC running away. He falls, um, presumably because he's been defeated by the creature. Um, and you see his heart uh, float out of his body, float up, um, and then you see that heart turn um, into a new kind of heartless, which we haven't been introduced yet. Um, the yeah. new heartless that pops out is the soldier heartless. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want to think about it in uh, simpler enemy terms, um, the shadows that we've been seeing, um, you know, from the beginning, mm -hmm. um, you know, till now, if you want to, I always put it in Mario terms because most people understand a Mario game. I was actually um, going to suggest that. The Goombas of the Kingdom Hearts world. Yeah. Um, and then the soldiers are going to be your Koopas. So they're a little bit stronger. They take a little bit more to defeat. Um, but we are not going to have any interactions with any soldier heartless just yet. Yeah. No, I was literally going to use that same analogy. Like, <laughs> word for word, I was literally going to say shadows are Goombas and soldiers are like Koopa Troopers. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose that's also a good way to sort of go into, like, the emblem and pure blood heartless that exist. Uh, so, uh, emblem heartless are heartless that sort of look more, like, for lack of a better word, comical. Like, they sort of have funky designs and they have, like, an emblem imprinted on them somewhere. So they will sort of look more humanoid and something like that. Uh, pure blood heartless are usually pitch black, uh, and they don't have any emblem or any color or anything. They're literally just pure black. Uh, emblem heartless release hearts when you defeat them. Uh, pure blood heartless don't. Uh, that'll be a huge plot point later on in one of the other games. But like just going over basically what it is, for now. But anyway. So you, after the sh soldier steals this man's heart, you have a wee confrontation with some heartless. Uh, you beat them, then you explore the second district. Uh, so you basically just wander around and have to explore every area in Traverse Town. 
Uh, there's the second district. There's the hotel, which I don't think you can access yet. Uh, the gizmo shop, which again, I don't think you can access yet. Uh, there's the back alley. And I think that's it, because I don't think you can access the third district yet. Uh, but as you go... Um, so actually, all of Traverse Town is open. Oh, really? Um, yes, all of Traverse Town is open mm -hmm. um, during the first... Um, during your first uh, walkabout, um, every every place is open. You can go into every, um, you know, different place through every door. Um, and I think they actually, you know, Dev intended, they want you to go through the entire area um, of Traverse Town, get familiar with the world, um, and then slowly work your way back. Um, now, granted, there you can't do much in the areas other than fight um, the Shadow Heartless that yeah. pop up. Um, you know, and, you know, get, um, you know, if you're, you know, can kind of figure out um, the mechanics a little bit, get some um, out of the way chests, get them early and get some, uh, you know, early game healing items. Yeah. Um, but yeah, all of Traverse Town is open to you, but you can't access much of anything. Um, mm -hmm. So you basically just have to do a whole loop of the world and then make it back, um, back yeah. to the first district, which... Um, when you go through and make it back now, you see is overrun um, by Heartless. Um, so you have to, you know, make it back to the accessory shop, um, you know, kind of get your wits about you, and then you can continue on from there. Yeah. So basically what how you move the story forward is, like you said, you go through every area of Traverse Town and head back to First District. And you'll know you've done it right when there's no people left in the First District and only Heartless spawn. Then you head into the accessory shop. Then you come back out and you're confronted by Leon from Final Fantasy who says they'll keep coming after you as long as you continue to wield the Keyblade and then starts to fight you. Yes, yeah, so obviously, you know, Sora doesn't know who this strange man is holding his uh, gunblade. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, you know, they fight for a little bit. Um, again, this is one of those... This is one of those uh, interactions where you can lose yeah. and the story will still progress. Um, however, me being stubborn, I wanted to beat Leon because uh -huh. um, not only do you get a uh, slightly different cutscene, um, you know, for beating Leon, um, you know, a couple of different, uh, you know, voice lines are said. Um, mm -hmm. You also get a uh, pretty good healing item at the end of the world yeah. once you've completed it. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of the reason, only reason why I did it. Plus, you know, experience points to level up. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously beating a boss grants uh, more experience points than just beating, um, you know, your common enemies. So yeah. obviously beating a boss, optional or not, um, you know, is going to yield the biggest experience gain. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so, like, going over the cutscene, uh, basically the same sort of uh, end result happens. Uh, if Leon beats Sora, then Sora obviously collapses and Leon takes him back. Uh, if Sora beats Leon, however, Sora's like, "Now nah, you're gonna, you're gonna," and then he just collapses by himself from exhaustion. So regardless of what happens, Leon uh, finds him uh, and then takes him back to the hotel. And in and as that's happening, uh, Donald and Goofy are approached by Aerith from Final Fantasy, who asks them if the king sent them, so they assume, like, oh, she's Leon or she must know Leon, so they go with her too. And it's in the hotel we sort of get a large amount of plot-related stuff about the setting. Yeah, um, there's actually, uh, since 
um you know we're <clears throat> gonna state the differences between um oh yeah i forgot know, that happened final now. Mixed remixes that come out yeah um before the uh donald and goofy cutscene plays there's actually a new cutscene that was added um you know for us english folk um <laughs> where it shows riku um you know so we see that riku's alive he's made it um he is also in a different world um yeah. there's no voice acting so it's just um you know just you know portrayed through subtitles you're gonna have to read yeah um you know but he's pretty much just like where am i where is everyone else um uh, he shouts know, and for the, Sora and Kyrie. you know camera camera zooms out um and you pretty much just see the hand and staff um of a mysterious figure mm-hmm. um if you have watched the di- classic disney movies or you'll know who this is or, but obviously we'll right, reveal who it is in games. a bit yeah um you know you'll know that it's uh maleficent um from the sleeping beauty disney movies um and in the in this first game she plays a uh pretty big role um and then kind of gets shafted to side uh villain in the later series um but for right now she is uh very important um plot wise uh so we'll go over her in a bit because she appears again once you finish the world uh so in the hotel, uh, uh, in the hotel, Sora, Donald, and Goofy are sort of separated. So Donald and Goofy are in one room, and Sora's in another room, and they're literally like a room apart. And Sora has the key that Donald and Goofy have been asked to search for. So literally, the key is like a wall away from them. So uh, they go over sort of what's happening. Uh, they explain what the Heartless are. They're sort of the manifestation of darkness. They steal people's hearts. They were created by, uh, like they were accidentally created by this guy, Ansem, and Maleficent is now utilizing them to basically conquer all of the worlds. Uh, so they sort of go about that. They explain how they came from another world as well, and their world was destroyed. Uh, and they then basically teach Sora stuff like, okay, you need to learn how to fight, you need to be prepared, you need to be ready, they'll keep coming after you. And then they ask Sora basically, are you ready, Sora? And then they say, let's go. And then they prepare to take Sora to meet uh, Donald and Goofy, like, so they can all join up. But then a Heartless appears in the hotel room. Yeah, uh, so the Heartless appears in the hotel room, um, you know, Leon tells Yuffie to run. Um, so Yuffie runs to the adjacent room that is holding Donald, Goofy, and Aerith. <laughs> um, they all run out together while uh, Sora and Leon go out to the um, alleyway uh, area. Um, you know, and uh, Leon pretty much says, you know, don't worry about, you know, the Heartless here. Uh, go to the third district, find, find the boss <laughs> um, and go there. You just know it's in the third district. It's the only place with an open area. Yeah. Um, so at this point, you're now introduced um, to the soldier heartless, um, <laughs> and they will now spawn in place of uh, the shadow heartlesses. Yeah. So right now you're you have the capability to just fight soldier heartless. <laughs> um, being by yourself as just Sora, they are very tough. Yeah. Um, so if you are. Um, if you, you know, are pretty ballsy and want to try and beat them on your own, you can. Um, you will most definitely get hurt um, and maybe even die a time or two yeah. to them. It's happened um, to me. So it's, 
Yeah, yeah. So it's pretty recommended to just um, make a beeline all the way to the third district, um, you know, and then just kind of continue the story and see, um, you know, what this, uh, you know, big, big boss heartless is going to be because you just, you know, you just know it's going to be a boss at this point. So what happens when you reach the third district is you like run in, uh, Donald's and Goofy are like in another part of the third district, like on a race platform where they encounter the heartless for the first time and Donald's like, we'll fight them. And then they get thrown off the platform and they actually land on top of Sora and then, uh, they're trapped in sort of like the third district while Heartless assault them. So before we like get into the boss fight, because the boss will then show up, we'll go over Donald and Goofy as party members. Yes, so um, once you uh, go through that cutscene, Sora, Donald, and Goofy are um, together and uh, surrounded by the soldier Heartless. You can actually fight with them as party members mm-hmm. for the first time. Um, so Donald is your typical um magic user um (laughs) mage um if you're a final fantasy person he's he's your black mage he's your black wizard um (laughs) he knows all the will know all the offensive spells um but he has absolutely trash garbage defense and health and he will and health and he will die before (laughs) he does anything useful i can't say he will faint before he does anything useful in the battle. Yeah. Uh, well, Donald can learn uh, pretty much all the magic that Sora can learn. Uh, Donald starts off with Thunder, though, but Sora gets that later. But So Donald starts off with Thunder, uh, Sora gets Fire, and when Sora gets Fire, Donald gets Fire as well. So once Sora gets his first spell, Donald will learn spells at the same rate that Sora does. Yeah, um... Uh, Donald doesn't start with thunder. Donald starts with fire. Does he? Um, start with thunder. Yes, yeah. Donald starts with uh, fire um, in the first game. Um, so he's you know starts with fire, and um, you know Donald's magic is actually pretty powerful. Um, so whenever he casts a fire spell, instead of just bonking the enemy with his weapon, um, especially the soldiers right now, he takes out a soldier in one fire. Yeah. Um, he just doesn't have, you know, the defense to stay alive to, yeah. you know, constantly use it. Um, whereas on the other hand, you have Goofy. Mm-hmm. Um, Goofy is, you see him holding a shield mm-hmm. um, and his health bar is significantly uh, higher uh, than Donald's. And Goofy is going to be your, um, he is your defensive. He is your tank. He will take hits and he will stay uh you know alive longer on the battlefield probably yeah. longer than you need him to yeah um if you wanted to just solo uh you know a group of enemies or a boss um but goofy is um the best party member in kingdom hearts one oh absolutely and that is solely based on um the abilities he gets later in the mm-hmm. game um no other party member will be as useful as Goofy. Um, so there is no reason um, to switch out your party members um, other than just Sora, Donald, and Goofy yeah. <clears throat> uh, for combat purposes. And then um, after this boss fight, they explain more like 
exploration things you can do. Yeah. Um, so there's no point to switch the party members out at any time. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, we'll get to the boss fight now. It's against the guard armor, which is a emblem heartless, which is made up of uh, five, I think it's three parts. He's got his arms, his legs, and then the body. So what you can do is you can take out the body and then that will automatically win you the battle. But you can also take out the arms and legs separately, which will get you more experience. And it will also drop uh, health orbs to heal you up and obviously make the battle easier. So how do you usually approach the guard armor fight? Do you take out the body or do you like take out everything? Uh, me, I, I usually take out um, each part before mm -hmm. going after the main body. Yeah. Um, just because there's um, there's no way you're going to survive the fight if you go straight for the body. <laughs> um, because while while guard armor does, um, you know, can control, um, you know, the, the hands and feet separately, um, there's a few different attacks where um, all the body parts split apart mm -hmm. and then the feet and the uh, hands act independently of mm -hmm. the body. Um, so there can be a point where there's five different things attacking you at the mm -hmm. same time. Um, so there's no way to manage that, even with Donald and Goofy in the party. Um, yeah. So I, I always, um, you know, take out, you know, the, you know, the body parts first. Usually yeah. it's the hands because they're the most, they deal the most damage. Yeah. Um, I usually take out the hands, the feet, and then go after the main body. And then by that point, um, Donald and Goofy would have done enough damage to either the body parts or the main body that I don't have to do as yeah. much work um, to finish them off. Uh -huh. um, but um, with with my current build, when I picked the staff, um, I, I didn't have a high enough strength stat. So yeah. I was constantly dying to this <laughs> fight until I gave up and did a quick level up and then came back. And then I still died three more times. But then I ended up, then I ended up finishing the fight, um, and it was very cathartic because I I was very angry at this point, um, and that actually took up most of the <clears throat> um, six hours that I was playing the first the first day. Uh so, uh, like you, I also eliminate the hands and the feet. I normally eliminate the hands first, just because they're sort of area of attack is larger so i usually go after the hands first just because it makes things easier and then i'll go after the feet and obviously the feet are on the floor so like naturally donald and goofy will sort of damage them naturally themselves so they'll be easier and then i will finish the body uh anyway after the boss fight a giant heart pops out and floats off into the sky uh, that's to sort of signify the heart has been defeated and its heart has been released. Uh, then uh, sort of Donald and Goofy sort of introduce themselves and all talk. Uh, they explain that they have the gummy ship that can help them go to other worlds. Uh, and Sora's like, oh, can we find my friends? And Donald's like, sure. And then Goofy's like, do you really think we can? And then he's like, who knows, but we need him to come with us to find the king. So they basically lie to Sora. And they try and cheer him up by telling him the ship runs on happy faces, which results in Sora doing the creepiest face ever. <laughs> and then, like, Leon encourages Sora to go with them to basically uh, do 
to like try and find his friends. So they all agree to like help each other, uh, find what they're looking for, and then they get ready to leave uh Traverse Town and head out into the great world beyond. But after that, we then have what is in my opinion one of my favourite cutscenes in all of Kingdom Hearts with the first introduction of the Villains Council for this game. Yes, um, so um, once you, you know, once you, uh, you know, do everything that you needed to do in Traverse Town, you see that cutscene, um, you know, of the Villains Council and you think, oh, is it going to be, is going to be the, these are the big bads of the game. Yeah. Um, so it's pretty much every antagonist um from the um from some classic disney movies um that are that have been assembled into the council mm -hmm. um so they're led by maleficent yeah. um who we saw briefly in the secret cutscene. Mm -hmm. um but if you are just playing the base kingdom art team this is the first time you will be introduced um to maleficent um so we see maleficent um jafar from aladdin um oogie boogie from the nightmare before christmas Ursula from The Little Mermaid. Mm -hmm. I'm missing someone. Uh, uh, Captain Hook from Peter Pan. And I think... Yep, Captain Hook. And Hades and that is from... It. No, there's Hades uh, from Hercules as yes. well. Yes, and Hades from Hercules. So it's those six. Yeah. Um, so those six will obviously serve to get in your way mm -hmm. um, when you uh, visit their respective worlds. Yeah. Um, and they will do everything they can to stop you because they want uh, darkness to rule and they are obviously controlling the Heartless. So if you beat the Heartless, you are weakening their power. Yeah. Uh, I quite find sort of the power dynamic and sort of like... Because like, I really think that Kingdom Hearts 1 does the villains best because it's like, it's the Disney villains and it's like if you've watched the Disney films, you sort of know what they're worst thing they've done but it's like seeing them sort of in a position of like actual power and sort of like planning and strategizing and coming together as a collective and stuff like that and that's sort of like a power dynamic that i really like and i sort of really like how they all like give their suggestions and like ursula says why don't we just turn him into a heartless and then maleficent just says stop arguing he could be useful to us so we'll just leave him be for now uh and Sora obviously doesn't know their plans. Uh, we don't even know what their plans are at this point, apart from the sort of brief sort of tidbits of information the Final Fantasy cast have given us. Uh, so it is... I quite like it, and, so, and something else I quite like how they deal with the Disney villains is you actually don't really fight or personally encounter any of them in any large capacity until the second half of the game. Um, there, yes and no. Like you get um, Hades in Olympus Coliseum, which yeah, will be he just he just serves to push the plot forward. Yeah, but it's not like um, he faces you in an antagonistic way, at least not directly. Yeah, not right away. Yeah. Uh. So after this, you sort of uh say goodbye to Leon, Yuffie, and the others. Uh. They give Sora the power to use Blizzard. They also give him some spending money. And like you said, depending on whether or not you beat Leon, you get an item from him. Yeah, so um, yeah, so the Final Fantasy crew will give you um, 
500 money, which mm-hmm. will get you one thing. You're <laughs> going to get an accessory. Mm-hmm. Um, but you should have also, if you have been fighting um, some of the weaker Heartless, they at this point will drop money, yeah. um, which, uh, you know, M-U-N-N-Y is the in-game currency. <laughs> um, use the buy stuff from the item shop, accessory shop. Um, and if you beat Leon, um, you know, during the cutscene when they give you the stuff, Leon kind of, you know, throws his head back over his shoulder, um, you know, and then uh, Yuffie says, oh, and this is a gift from Leon. And you, you get an elixir, um, which is a full heal for one character. Yeah. Um, heals uh, health to full and MP to full. Um, and then this is where you're introduced to abilities. If you haven't leveled up to a point where you have, would have gotten one. Um, so abilities pretty much help, uh, you and your party members make the quest easier. Mm -hmm. Um, Goofy gives you dodge roll, which, um, before you get guard is your best option for evading attacks. Um, it's also just quicker than most cases than just walking. So if you just spam dodge roll, you'll get to where you need to go a little bit quicker. Um, And then Donald does give you a spell. Donald gives you a fire, not blizzard. Yeah. Um, So um, if you chose the staff, you now have uh, your most powerful asset in magic. Um, And then from there, you know, um, after you've beaten a world in Kingdom Hearts, um, in the first game, um, only you can go back through the world, um, pick up anything you might have missed, uh, treasure chest wise, or if you just wanted to explore a little bit yeah. more. Um, it's totally open. There, no heartless will pop out to attack you. Um, so you can take all the time you need to explore, uh, you know, clean up anything you might have missed. Um, and then once you're ready to go, you can head on out uh, through the big doors in the first district and uh, continue on your journey. Yeah, so, uh, and we'll get into that next thing, like if there's anything new or anything exciting or whatever you can find. And then after that, we will go into uh, sort of the first world that you'll go to and how the map works. But anyway, that's all we have time for this week. Uh, thank you for joining me again for another episode. Do you want to plug your YouTube before you go? Um, yeah, so I I, uh, <clears throat> I stream on Twitch. Um, you can uh, watch and follow me there. Um, you know, probably at the time of... Um, you know, the release of um, this episode, uh, you know, depending on how, um, you know, how many episodes the first season has gotten, um, we are either going to be doing the tail end of Kingdom Hearts 1 or we might have moved on to a different Kingdom Hearts game. Um, so you can follow me on Twitch and watch there. Um, you can watch at twitch.tv backslash um, the 1825. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are not a Twitch person, um, I do have a YouTube channel where I um, will put the my past stream broadcasts on there as well. Um, so you can watch at any time. Um, and my YouTube is uh, youtube.com backslash the 1825. I try and make things very simple for people that are trying to find me. Um, so you can go ahead, watch there, support the channel. Um, and if you want to watch live, come chat, come watch, uh, catch me on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, so, uh,